Due to a mix-up at the War Crimes Factory, it's Oops All Genocides here on Dragon Ball Super, a show for kids. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out Super. Super duper. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts. Katie Rose Leon. I was really anxious and then I got excited and now I'm sad. <laughs> Hope you guys have jokes because I've run out of them. And Alex Patak. It's the episode after July 4th, Patriot. Grab your gun. <laughs> it's the episode after July 4th. Grab your bottle of water because I've only drank in bright blue liquid filled with alcohol for four <laughs> days straight. <laughs> In the sun. <laughs> it's the I've been pissing thing. blood. Katie, That's if it's the blue, red. If it's blue, it's water. That's how it works. It's blue booze, red, blood-filled piss onto my white sheets. America. America. Yeah, I got some sad riffs in me yet. <laughs> Woo! And our guest this week is professional nerd Jake Young. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I'm happy to be here on the premier intellectual anime discussion podcast. We have never claimed that we're intellectuals. <laughs> yeah. That is, we've we've claimed a lot of things that are definitely not true about ourselves. But intellectual is never something we've ever. Cla- we're mostly just talking about uh, come. Oh. <laughs> we are the premier the young man philosophy sp- podcast. <laughs> we're dumb as shit. Come, the thinking man's fluid. <laughs> uh. I was just merely talking about pissing blood. We don't need to get gross. Yeah, come on, folks. <laughs> we should be talking about coming blood. <laughs> or as I like to call it, shooting fireworks. Uh, <laughs> that what was that is movie? red, white, and good. <laughs> what, was that, uh, what was that movie that Willem Dafoe comes blood in? Oh, uh, the one where it's... Antichrist, yeah. yes. Uh, I was Chaos say Platoon. Reigns. That's the one. The That's deleted the one. scenes of Platoon. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man, was it Spider-Man? You think of Spider-Man 2 when he's in the mirror. <laughs> and Franco's like, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, avenge me. Hit your hammers with a nuts, James. <laughs> Just smash them for no damned reason. And I'm anyway. here too. <laughs> yeah, Katie's fading. Katie, I know. Okay, it correct. I was humming all day because, like, I was just riding this anxiety wave because I had a series of nightmares about someone stealing my laptop to post revenge porn of me on the mm-hmm. internet, mm-hmm. and now I I made that energy into a productive uh, things, and now I've run out and I want to lay down. But mm-hmm. I got I gotta talk about all this anime I know, before we, we move on. I have more questions about the first part of this story. Was someone hunting your revenge porn? No, I had a nightmare that someone broke into my house and stole my computer so they could get my passwords and stuff and like post revenge porn of me on my accounts. I see. Oh, so it's from a dream. Yeah, that's what I said. Right. Oh, yes. That's just normal person anxiety after like 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, we all carry around just like magic uh, life destroying secret boxes in our pockets. All let's the time. talk about it. We're always on our phones. Black mirror. <laughs> and we're never having conversations with each other anymore. Instead of saying hello, we tweet hello to cons. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, Jake, we like to start the podcast off by talking to our guest about 
Dragon Ball and anime, mm-hmm. and what your experience with them are. Uh, Were you ever a fan of Dragon Ball? Uh, I was nothing but a fan of Dragon Ball. Mm. Uh, I have there's uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's something about anime that like something about kind of like the way action is drawn and kind of how all the conflicts are just reduced to like screaming emotional rage matches between just a hero and just a, a, a blank villain that just represents everything you're scared of. Right, usually a goblin of some kind. It's either a goblin if you're like scared of bullies or an effeminate wizard if you're scared of your own sexual awakening. Right. Uh, but you know, the point is your all of your issues are resolved by just getting super pissed off. Yeah. And so as an angry child, I just immediately just imprinted on Dragon Ball Z. I can relate to that. It's not a goblin in a mirror telling you to smash your own nuts. <laughs> a green goblin? It's something tangible that you can understand. But uh, yeah, I grew up like uh, waking up at the ass crack of dawn trying to watch those original like syndicated fun. Fundam- Rock the dragon, Dragon Ball yeah. Z. Like, what yeah. the dragon? Yeah, what the dragon. <laughs> Rock the dragon. Yeah, it's a, that was the it, theme song. It's a show you turns on. You go, what the dragon is this? And then all of a sudden, because here's, here's the thing: is like back in the day, you couldn't like there was no actual violence on TV. Like the Ninja Turtles would never actually hit anything. Dude, yes. Like Leonardo would cut a rope and then a chandelier would fall and right, then it turns right. out it was a robot. Or uh, Batman, in Batman, they would always cut it. Like you couldn't show Batman physically punching someone. They would like flash the screen and cut away whenever there was an impact. Right. And then all of a sudden, on a random like shitty syndicated show, there's just fucking blood and guts and people getting eviscerated by lasers and it blew my mind. The beginning of the decline. We used to have Leonardo cutting ropes. No. Okay. Now we have Goku shooting ropes. <laughs> I yeah, I, I had totally forgotten about the fact that like the Ninja Turtles would like carry blade weapons and then kick people. Yeah. Yeah, what was And that it? was the whole show. Why even have them? And then uh, do you remember G.I. Joe had like, Oh yeah they shot like lasers. They were in the army. They were the, they carried guns like a whole big part of who they are as characters. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have guns and they're given a license by our government to kill and they <laughs> shoot lasers that just make you disappear. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? But uh, but Dragon Ball was actual violence and it was actual yeah, yeah. rage and you know all this all this and it didn't look like anything. So it was just like an entire generation of Japanese tropes all crammed into this one show. So I was just immediately obsessed. Mm. Uh, and then we did uh, on my on my podcast was in the Bruiser. We did a kind of history of the franchise, and like this is the craziest. Do you know the story behind Funimation? Oh no, a, a little, <laughs> I guess. It was literally just like uh, a, so. Dragon Ball was making all the money in Japan. It was a smash hit series, and uh, nobody figure could figure out how to bring it to America because it was violent and weird, and had a bunch of screaming muscle men mm-hmm. uh, turning into blonde Ubermenschen, and like. It just yes. there was no way to market this, uh, but it was making so much money that a producer at Toei Animation literally just like, uh, you know, Back to the Future, like it's your cousin Marvin Berry, like, <laughs> you know that sound you've been looking for. He literally called his like nephew. You know that sound you've been looking for, <laughs> and was like. Dude, I don't care. Like, nobody is taking the international rights for this thing, and it's like clearly got the juice. Like, kids are going nuts for this. Yeah, kids love thing. this sound. Like, you have to buy, like, find a way to buy the rights. I don't know how. Just get the rights to this thing. It'll sell in America. You'll, we'll all be rich. And it's Haim Saban, right? Is who's on the other end of that phone call? No, right? no, no. Haim Saban uh, was still like, uh, 
he did the first round of music, oddly enough. He was still like... He wrote Rock the Dragon? Uh, someone who worked for him. The same guy who wrote the Power Rangers theme song wrote Rock the Dragon. Uh-huh. Uh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. That clears up a lot of questions I had. Uh, so uh, this 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 random uh, producer's nephew is just working in Texas and like has no idea what to do. He just talks to his coworker and is like, "I got a business proposition." Uh, the he gets his coworker to sell his family's Texas feedlot for the seed money, uh-huh. <laughs> and they just invest their money in the rights to Dragon Ball. <laughs> And they syndicate it, and they dub it, and it goes nowhere. You, <laughs> it's like a giant snafu. Well, because didn't, like, the original dubs sucked, right? I mean, I can't judge, because it imprinted on me like a violent baby duck. No, but I'm talking about, like, those weird ocean yeah, dubs, or yeah, yeah. the big yeah. green ones. I would love uh, to be a part of that uh, conversation the family had to sell the farm. They're just like, <laughs> just get rid of it. It's going into Dragon Ball. <laughs> they have to find the Dragon Balls, and then they get it. It says that's where the dragon comes out. And they're like, this is our children's future. Now, what <laughs> they got to understand is Raditz is at a power level 1,200. <laughs> it's Honey, like a, stop it's like crying. Dust Bowl-era play. <laughs> I know you're, you're thinking send the farmer with a shotgun. They tried that. <laughs> Nothing works against this guy. <laughs> and it wasn't until it got picked up for reruns on Toonami that all of a sudden it finally got in front of enough eyeballs that it became this. And now Funimation is this giant media company that's been like, I think Sony owns them now. It's like a giant Yeah, thing. it was just now, a buyout just happened, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Now that all the farmers who invested in it have killed themselves, it's really <laughs> taken off. No, they were blasted to another dimension. Yeah, unfortunately, they were all farmers with shotgun. <laughs> they were taken directly to the dead zone. No, they just uh, they just went back to farming turnips on their sharecropping fields. Yeah. And their little, uh, you know, uh, 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 explorer outfits. I got yeah. you there. Yeah, you know how, you know, when Goku did it, that's what we're talking about, people. Yeah. You know when Goku be farming turnips. You know when your Goku be farming turnips? <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> okay, so uh, are there any other Funimation fun facts? I love learning about history. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since recorded, so it all gets mushed and like compacted into the trash heap of my brain. But it's specifically just a random Japanese guy getting a phone call from his uncle and convincing his coworker to sell, literally sell the farm to buy Goku. <laughs> That's so fucking. Put it all on Goku. <laughs> all of it. So how did just how did your roulette table where one of the spaces is a Goku face? <laughs> how did your love of Dragon Ball metastasize and took side of your small fresh body? Oh, <laughs> uh, mm. I. Did you draw fan art? Did oh, you alienate me. your loved ones? How did it metastasize How your fresh metastasize? body, Jake? Uh, you, you fucking hurt all. me. You all making fun of me? I'm not. It's a very you funny question. You all making fun of me? It's question. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. I've never been funny my entire life. <laughs> There's nothing funny about Dragon Ball metastasizing in your young, fresh body. Yeah, you fucking heard me. This is the it's a disease thing. on the youth. The leading intellectual Dragon Ball podcast, if yep. we have to know. But uh, Toriyama's art style is very easy to copy. It's very simple, mm. a lot of hard angles. Like, yeah. So immediately I started filling my notebooks with like shitty Gokus and shitty Krillins fighting shitty Vegeta. Yeah. I love it. Because uh, all you have to do is just like the, the, it's the eyebrows, those eyes, and then like a, a trapezoid head. <laughs> and then <laughs> just have them shoot beams at each other and you got, you got it. Um, you I, got it. I wrote a letter. 
to oh. uh, I got published in one of the issues of Viz Comics like reprints of what? the original Dragon Ball Z comics. Oh, when they would do those like weird single issues at one the comic we- store. Oh my, strumming my pain with. Finger. One time, one time. Yeah, I used to buy. Uh, I used to buy card captor comics the same way. So I had like a like I had a bunch of weird. They would repurpose manga in an American comic book format, which, by the way, does not work because they have to flip the pages around, and it looks like shit. Nobody's artwork looks good. It's not formatted the same like proportions, right? Yeah, it was, like manga is like much more square than. You yeah, know. it was a whole thing. They oh. tried. Yeah. I just love that my friends are getting published. <laughs> <laughs> that must be why they all look so tall. What? Because it's a stretched. perception yeah. change. Okay, so you're getting published in in the in the viz thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, babe. But uh, we're all in a weird zone. It's a weird zone. It's the dead zone. It's the dead zone. Dead zone. <laughs> Nothing may enter or leave. It's the dead zone. I don't know why I opened the weird zone. My only weakness. <laughs> it's when you. Keep going. Don't let me talk. Uh, <laughs> I'm sealing Katie inside of the dead zone where we can interview our guests. I ripped out. Yeah. Please just, yeah, seal me away in that jar. <laughs> Fucking put me out, dog. Evil containment. Ah, I have a hot take. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're in the jar now. Fuck. Stop putting women in jars. <laughs> Oh, I'm Bernie Sanders. Emojis. I'm Bernie Sanders, and I'm shushing you, and I'm putting you in a jar. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to drive the bus off the cliff. Um, but were you into any other like animes? Were there uh, other animes wreaking havoc on your your young body? Your fresh body. Your fresh body. Uh, there was a couple of like uh, tattered Rama one half trades in there, I think. But okay. uh, I, I, I completely stopped. I like. You know, every like you got the, clean. The the five nerds in my like little grade school like all stopped because it wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, and then uh, you went through twelve step. Yeah, you the apologized. Five nerds you meet in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that going? I wonder. I don't remember the book well enough to continue the riff. Okay. Um, okay, so we're moving on. It's Ranma half. Yes, yeah, so you had Ranma. You had Dragon Ball, but that's really it. Was, were anime? these Toonami days, or it wasn't on Toonami yet? There's actually a really weird segment in my life where I tried to be less of like a, a, a soft, chubby child. Yeah. Where I would, after school, go to my local YMCA yeah. and like hit the fucking iron and yeah. like go on Ooh, and do. Really? Yeah, they had like a fit teens program. Oh, but what shit. it basically boiled down to was just I would spend hours isolated in basically a repurposed racquetball court yeah. on a recumbent bike just consuming hours of Toonami. So like. <laughs> Gundam Wing and like all the Tenchi Muyos just sweating, dripping off my boy bosoms. In a a hyperbolic time chamber of your very own. It really was. Yeah. I am blown away by this. <laughs> That's really the opposite of what the athletic directors wanted. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. It was, it broke me psychologically again. (laughs) It's like, um, it's like that Ben Stiller movie, the, um, Fat Camp. It's not called fat. Heavyweights. Heavyweights. It's oh. called yeah. fat camp. Where the whole thing is, yeah, they're all going there for one. Oh, I did go to fat day. camp too, but that's did a different really? story. No, well, let's talk about that story. Uh, it was amazing. It was the best thing in life. Really? Uh, imagine everything about you that makes you like strange and different and like wrong, and then put you in a community full of people that have the exact same thing. So now everyone's like back to zero. Yeah. And like for the first time in my life, I was like popular and cool, and like we, uh, I was competing in sports because we were all chubby. So like all. 
all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, you just ran a minute in 20, I'm sorry, you just ran a mile in like 25 minutes. Are you the chosen one? That's fucking flash lightning over here. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, And just like in heavyweights, there absolutely was a black market for like snacks and like fucking candy bars that the counselors ran to get extra money on the side. What was, sorry. I had a similar experience except it was Unitarian Universalist summer camp and everyone was bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It's it's like you can breathe. It's insane. Well, it's the same thing with uh, art camp a little bit, where you like you go there and everybody is just like a weird Jew who just like doesn't know how to talk to people. Yeah, except I wasn't popular at our art camp. I was. We had a pretty solid. I was queen shit. Of Unitarian Universalist <laughs> camp. Yeah, I don't know how you were at UU camp. That is a title. We had a, we had a pretty. We had a clique. I was the queen <laughs> of that of Shelter Island. I... And then you go back to the real world, and all of a sudden, every single emotional problem comes crashing. Oh yeah. Back. Oh yeah. So emotionally ill as fuck. Yeah. I'm trying to make this work. UU kiss boys and girls. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Very close, very close. No, you just really appreciate purple and blue lighting. <laughs> That's the only requisite. I went to like a, a general all sports camp, and I remember anime being very taboo there. Mm-hmm. Was there higher anime representation at fat camp and church camp? Uh, yeah, but I, the, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't. There was like weird, uh, a lot of magic, a lot of Magic the Gathering, oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say like. Close-up magic. <laughs> and uh, what's that stuff you... What's the tobacco you stick in your gums? Dip. Oh, dip, yeah. Dip. Tons dip. of... Magic the Gathering and dip. Where are you from? <laughs> what? Where are you from? Uh, Westchester, but it was uh, because smoking would get you kicked out, but oh, like yeah. dip was a slap on the wrist for reasons I can't understand. If you're overweight and you're chewing dip, you might make it in the baseball leagues. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> actually, that's like... That's pretty real, actually. Yeah, that's pretty legit. <laughs> Get them started, young. <laughs> you don't have to be like that fit to play baseball. That's why I like it. You could be 40 and still shuffling around on the Mets. No one yeah. gives a shit. <laughs> It's like golf in that way. I'd be much more into baseball if they let you eat food like in bowling, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't, not at professional games, they aren't serving hot things. That's just like when you go out bowling, you can order nachos. <laughs> I'm just saying, while playing baseball, I never got wings, and that's why I won't play baseball now. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> I'm in it for the wing. You've been bringing yeah. up bowling teams a lot. Do you just want to start a bowling team, Alex? Yes. I would love to go. Do you want to go bowling? It's very expensive here. Uh, yeah, I got a place I go. Well, I know go. you and your wife were going bowling for a hey, while. I got a place I go. You can come sometime. I would love to go bowling. You come on Yeah, down you two south. married you people go south. bowl. Let's go bowling. <laughs> you two straight married people go bowl. Oh, Katie, you wouldn't like it. There's no swinging singles. <laughs> It's all 90s music videos and the great game. <laughs> I go just for those. Game. I, just, I just go for those great uh, CG animated uh, cutscenes in between each. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I go to get too drunk in the, the weird bar at the side and play Big Buck Hunter. <laughs> I go also to legi- legitimate bowling choices. <laughs> Thank you. I go to make my name on the scoreboard a curse word. Mm. That's uh, my big move. Uh, yeah. Wait, you got you got you. ass, and then what, what else you got? Well, you can do some of them have four characters, and you can do a lot more. You Ooh. can do a fuck, but like F U Q. This oh, one you can do F U Q. Yeah, that's yeah. this one is three, and that's gonna really hold you back. But 
You can just tell me the mean word you were going to put in, and I'll write down Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, let's get into this episode. Quickly, I don't have much time. My, My experimental wolfman formula has finally come to fruition. And after having drinking it with the full expectation of turning myself fully into gold, I, Dr. Wolfman, appear to be transforming into a very beast-like wolf. Oh, the irony after all the other scientists teased me for my condition. Soon I will be naught but claws and hair and teeth that bite. And in these last moments, I'd like to politely suggest you donate $5 a month to the Ballin' Out Super Podcast, unlocking another episode a week for you and your friends to listen to all about anime. No, I'm not a whoop. No, I'm a... The title of this episode is Accelerating Tragedy Vanishing Universes. Well... It's happening, folks. We're accelerating the tragedy with our choices. I told you to stop doing dip and look where it got you. (laughs) Fucking genocided. Now, uh, as as creators of a Dragon Ball Super podcast, we have known for a while that the show is going to end in September, and at which point we're going to have to figure out what this show becomes after that. And when I saw the title of this episode, I was like, Fuck, it sure is July, huh? Yeah, I keep saying Accelerating tragedy. You need a new brand. I keep saying messages to the group like, when we're going to have that meeting, you're like, September's far away. I'm like, it really isn't. It really isn't (laughs) now. Picking it back up. There's like that goat wizard now. Like, I thought Dragon Ball Super's still like going. We're making a manga, but we're sure as shit not doing a podcast about a manga. (laughs) Well, we'll save this conversation for off mic. But for now, let's talk about how the Lady Universe, we find out Universe 2 has been live broadcasting this to their mm. entire planet, which shows you when you talk about your feelings, you can handle things appropriately, right? Because they're like, we can never do that on Earth with all our toxic masculinity running around. Everyone would just start punching holes in the sky. And they're like, actually, we processed this before we even fucking left, and all of my 1,000 paramours are supporting me. Yes. The whole world's in a polycule, and they're all here to support me on my big... Dang! <laughs> They're on motherfucking Twitch over there. It's crazy. I don't know what uh, the love universe is like to be inside of, but I imagine the vibe is very similar to L.A. <laughs> and, and thus, I'm not having it. Keep it to yourself. Goku's fighting some extras from mm. Universe 2. We're yep. just like, you know, catching up on the scene. They're the male, uh, they're the white knights of Universe 2. They, yeah, yeah, they truly are. They the platform women. It's, yeah, they're the reply guys. They're, the characters are so uninteresting that their one special move is just to dress up like the more interesting female characters. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and that's really true because like I know so many male comedians that will literally just repeat sentences that come out of my mouth like as if they came up with it and everyone's like, yeah! Great joke! You're like Katie, but we support you. (laughs) 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 And that's what this fight is like. You should write for... I'm talking about you, 
Uh, Champa uh, is informed that he only has two warriors left, and Khalifa is like, "Get fired up!" Like my favorite hit album compilation of the t- uh, early late '90s, early 2000s, "Fired Up," with such hits as uh, "Better Off Alone" by Alice DJ, Ooh. or that one that goes "La La La La." What is that one? It's the Thinking Man's "I I I I Am Your Butterfly." Um, and then the two evil piccolos are like, yeah, we are fired up. I eat, I just came straight from Zumba and I'm just ripped as shit. Oh, that is all Zumba music. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The last oh. two fighters that Universe 6 has left is just two not piccolos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wish they were one super strong not piccolo, but no, they're two distinct not piccolos. Ah, but we- these piccolos have an ace up their sleeve. Yeah. They are many piccolos. (laughs) So many piccolos. Piccolo package. And then we cut over to the peanut gallery, and the guys are kind of racist. And you're like, You think our piccolo is going to be okay fighting his own piccolos? And they're like, Those are different piccolos. All right. Tell your piccolo is fucking apart, old man, or shut the fuck up. You're only invited to Thanksgiving because mom feels bad that you're going senile. (laughs) I just think we should put all the Namekians in a camp until we figure out. What's the deal with them? Is like, it's just Piccolo. He's the only. Uh, just to be safe, see where his loyalty. You is. think there's one Piccolo, and then it turns out there's two or possibly three or more Piccolos. They're all living in one bedroom. So we find out that yeah, the the two uh, uh, other not Piccolos have gathered many Piccolo warriors and fused them into their bodies. And that's why they're just like so fucking this, jacked. This was the most upsetting uh, part of the episode, I think, because they spoil the fact that there's a genocide coming with the episode title. But what they don't mention is that upon learning there's an interdimensional tournament, all of the Namekians in their universe are so resigned to their fate that they fuse into two people who then get their ass kicked on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's also, like, it's revealed, like, what a cool fighting strategy, not what it is as, like, a horrifying feat of, like, totalitarian desperateness, you know what I mean? Like, if this was full at Metal Alchemist, that reveal would be happening with scary music Uh, and he'd be like wait they're all inside of you you monster that's that's the thing that gets me about Dragon Ball Super is that we're still following the idiot brigade meanwhile they're fighting all these people with like true psychologically fascinating stories yeah like I want no this anime should be about the guy who found out his universe was on the line and so he had to eat all his friends (laughs) I'd love to see that backstory I'd love to see them have that hard conversation <laughs> with Universe 2 Namek where they're like, I'm sorry, everybody. We're absolutely fucked. We've seen the other universe. You all need to be one person now. I'm sorry. Like, or just like the conversation was like, well, I think I should be the one who eats everybody. Like, oh, shut up, Craig. You're getting, getting eaten. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a speech from Universe 2 about how they can feel the love from everyone down on their planet waving their little rave sticks, going like, can you feel the love tonight? Yes, I can. I'm glowing pink. 
They are so full of love that, as we said, the White Knights decide to do a drag number. And they're like, I'm going to do a drag tribute to the more interesting characters <laughs> that have come before me. <laughs> Here we are. We're wearing their costumes. It's like before, but not as good. Yeah, the men, they're wearing dresses and large frilly jumpsuits. Uh, and they kind of look like the other characters did before, but they're still men, and I feel like you're supposed to get a little, a little bit of a chuckle out of that. You're supposed to put away from your brain the part that they're fighting for the lives of everyone they've ever known, <laughs> and everyone they'll never know, before they're <laughs> shut in the treasure chest of the universe closes forever. They're still in fun dresses. Isn't that a lark? <laughs> 17 and 18 come, and they're like, all right, Goku, uh, we got to help you. Oh, you don't like them? I don't Jake, my not approve. We stand. This is a, this is a 17, 18 stand podcast. Boring designs, boring. Oh, you, you got built? That's how your powers came? Someone built powers? That's, yeah. They're, they're not friendly robots. Yeah. I appreciate that they're robots that don't look like robots. I like that they have a cold, icy glare that makes me want to impress them. Yeah. I, I appreciate that I have to work for their approval. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I just like twins. <laughs> You're telling me there's two of people. Oh yeah, I forgot to we we didn't uh, we didn't inform the the fans that Alex is now the CEO of Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty important. It's gonna come up a lot on the show, but I love to drink it, and I think everyone does. It's ice cold, not as the Rockies, but maybe as a hard day in the middle of November. Drink Budweiser. So. 17 and 18 have been taking improv classes, and they're like, oh, I'll play the game. And they each give a speech in the style of Universe 2 about kicking their asses. Oh, yes, it is I, 17, Slayer of Ribrian or whatever the fuck, and I did it, and then 18 does one too. Yes, and then and Goku. It is I, 18, the king of beers. Yes. <laughs> The king of queens of beers, slayer of men, and then Goku pulls a KRL and says, and I'm Goku. Yes. <laughs> that was good. That you was gotta love timing. it. You want to know who's going to improv class? It's Goku. It's he, Goku. He understands how to get that joke out of the uh, established game. There's a game you have to know when you're playing it, when you're not playing it, when you're just being <laughs> Goku, when you're just here to fight for once. When do you run past 17 and 18? End the scene. I think he understands the rule of threes. Yes. Goku you understands. You establish the rule, then you uh, you cement Titan. it, and then you break it. You can tell that the Dragon Ball team is very into UCB-style improv because they are not afraid to tackle race. <laughs> 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 and that's the first thing they teach you in those classes. <laughs> uh, there's fisties and punchies. <laughs> Uh, they're all over the place. Then Piccolo talks about, oh yeah, so Piccolo just recovers the tracks about how he figured out that, you know, they fused with all those warriors. Mm -hmm. And then the big Piccolo face palms are Piccolo into the wall, and the model on the animation is wild. Yes. That's a big arm. It's so big. It was like a whole sequoia up in that shit. <laughs> National Parks. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta fund him. It was just a big national thing. You gotta, you gotta fund him. It was just a meaty green arm holding a Piccolo action figure. Yeah, That's yeah, what it yeah, was. Yeah. It was like his hand was big enough to cover half of Piccolo's body, 
And then you look back at him, and what? He's just regular-sized dude. That's what you gotta love about the the simplicity of the entire world of Namek fused into one guy arc. Is the only reason they did it is to explain that's why he's so big and he's got so many arms because <laughs> <laughs> of all the people's arms he's got. Oh, that's also a thing. Is with these Namekian guys they've really leaned into the idea that their limbs can regenerate. And somehow, in a universe where, like, people get holes drilled in them, people get burnt up all over their body, their shirts get ripped off, you know, the only thing that ever happens to these Namekian guys before the end of this cut. thing is a clean cut down the middle of the arm. Yeah, they lose so many again. arms. They've lost at least nine arms. It's like someone cut clay with piano wires, <laughs> yes, like, yes, right yes. off the top there. Uh, I mean, if I was a Namekian, I would master my own unique mash, uh, martial art form where I was just flinging arms at people, yeah, just yeah, letting yeah, yeah. them go left and right. Well, yeah. like you'd always be blocking everything with yeah. your arms because you're like, whatever. It's a free hit. It's a free hit. They come back. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you like could really master the stranger, I'd imagine. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. You totally could. <laughs> it's Just like someone else is jacking you off. Go on. <laughs> but it's your own arm. Sometimes I just rip it straight off. It's fine. I get I get two more. Then use your clothes beam to put a sock on the end. <laughs> I forgot about the clothes beam. <laughs> we see the clothes Woo! beam in this episode, too. He beams on a glove after he regrows his arm. So uh, Gohan powers up or something. They're very unclear what Gohan's doing. He's like, all right, Piccolo, it's mine for me to finally do anything. And uh, I'm going <laughs> to... Take the L while you get ready. And then Piccolo goes, yes, of course. So I may do a special beam cannon. And he's like, yes, God, that's the thing you're going to do. That's what you do. (laughs) Figure out what you do. Yeah, and that's when one of the guy's arms falls off. And he's like, oh, did you remember I can make clothes, though? These people are losing arms like they're walking into a saloon with the mayor. What? What? Yeah, because they make you put away your gun (laughs) in the saloon with the mayor. (laughs) I've been fi- Alex, you do go- you hate your own podcast? No, you go into the saloon and you normally have a gun, but unlike usual, the mayor is drinking uh-huh. there today. This so is you're a, losing this was a your arm. burn, but I am going to give it to you, Alex. That was a perfect joke. <laughs> two out of two arms. You two are taking a long walk, and I'm just going to stay over here. Uh. We cut back to Goku. He's fighting uh, Ribrian's drag daughter. Uh, so he's, you know, doing all her classic moves, big ball of light, uh, talking about love. And then we cut over to the Xenos, and they're like, don't worry, we're still here. People are fighting. And then Whis's dad's like, let me recap. Our heroes, the Z-Boys, have been fighting a long time, and now they're weak as fuck. Also, other people have been fighting, and they're getting desperate. Great, great recap. It's like they're hosting their own recap podcast in the episode <laughs> of Dragon Ball Super. Always reminding you of the stuff that you... There's no way you missed. Some animes, they'll do the thing where like maybe the best friend is on the sideline to kind of be the voice of the audience and like explain what's happening. But Super has like eight different teams of choruses and narrators and reactors. And it's I feel like it's too much. I don't need that much. many takes. Yeah, usually it's just like Bulma on a mountain or something yeah. being like, oh, and now they are fighting. No, it's like literally everyone. And it's like, you know what? Too many cooks, okay? I, I almost miss the old style of Dragon Ball where the narration was still done by 20 people, but it was all just them going like, oh, his arm! 
<laughs> his, his arm. <laughs> oh! <laughs> While this narration's happen, we see a giant mouth beam happen. And it's cool. Yeah, yeah. dynamic classic mouth beam. Yeah, We're seen, here for it. You love to see it. Oh, it's some, up there with closed beam, top dynamic beams. Uh, and then Gohan is like, all right, you blew your load, Piccolo. Listen, it happens to the best of us. You're getting older. And it's hard to know when it's going to blow go down. Okay? <laughs> Listen. I swear this never happens. Yeah. He's like, I, it's, I've had a few. It's All right. You know, I got my beam on your sheets. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know how you get older, your special beam cannon doesn't shoot out the way it used to? <laughs> We did it. <laughs> Listen, I promise you, my prostate is strong as ever. I ripped it out and grew a new one. <laughs> oh, my God, the ultimate pleasure. <laughs> oh, my God. Woo. shivers in a weird way. I like how this is always what happens to me. It's like I get sad and then I get gross to make up for it. <laughs> Guys, a wild ride. <laughs> Slime through the despair. Can you just like put Love Roller Coaster playing quietly yeah. in the background of this? This is why Katie wants to fuck Mr. Toad. <laughs> Wait, what? Because the wild ride. Oh. <laughs> I approve. Jeremy backed my thing and now I approve of Mr. Toad. I think we had to talk about Mr. Toad the you know moment what? someone said wild ride. It's anime summer. Anything can happen, hey, baby. Anything can, can, anything anything can happen, happen in anime, anime summer. summer. Baby, what happens in anime summer stays in anime summer. I'm cool for the summer. Get on this wild ride, Mr. Toad. Let's go. Don't tell any of my friends. Don't tell. Don't add me on social media and don't tag photos. And you will leave in the night. But let's do it. Anime summer. Anime summer. I think everyone has a summer where they're poly with frog and toad. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like I used to be the unicorn for frog and toad, but now I just am frog. So, uh, that's you what happens when you hats. get... Yo, great hats going out to frog and toad. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing Keep it. Keep riding those Yo, bikes. shouts out to both. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what the fuck was I even talking about? Uh, the wind and the willows. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about frogs and toads. Oh, shit. So uh, then, you know, there's a lot of fisty and punchies on all sides from all people. Yeah. And then the boys club, they're like, you know what? I don't think we're platforming women enough. <laughs> Let's make a giant black hole shaped like a heart where all our comments will be thrown. Yeah, so for those keeping track at home, this is when the uh, male feminist allies decide that they're not being good enough so they actually make a comedy show only for femmes and queers. <laughs> <laughs> but they're hosting it. But they're hosting, they're hosting it. it. <laughs> they're hosting it. They are the face it. of the yeah. show. For and sure. then 18 throws a beam at the heart like... Can I host? And it absorbs it with a yeah, resounding yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Can uh, you imagine how twisted a black hole in the shape of a heart is? <laughs> they got the writing staff from Black Mirror to design yeah, this dude. beam. Well, this you know like what it, it really is? Is uh, you know, so the heart comes down and it swallows up eighteen, seventeen, and Goku, and they're crushed by a million little hearts. And I was like. I've watched Dragon Ball a long time. I've seen myself in a lot of shows, but never this show. This is a 
pure escapism. And then I had to look at that and go, oh, no. <laughs> I've been there. What? Remember What's... when Mr. Toad stopped answering my texts? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. But, You're telling me that seeing a personification of love that is presented as not a joyful thing, but a all-consuming burden that will grind you into the earth uh, brought back memories of some kind? <laughs> Listen, you guys should subscribe to the Patreon to find out uh, how mentally ill I am. Uh, this was, this was I mean, visual. that's what Patreon is for, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah. If you're not confessing to fucked up things behind the paywall, I don't know what you even have a Patreon for. <laughs> Why are you even building a wall? This is visually so upsetting, though, because you see this black heart, and it is one big black heart, and then they're in it, and it's a million little squishy ones all sitting on them while they frown. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you thought you wanted the text message, and then the emojis do not stop. Yes. And then they, they make it even yes. worse, because then like Goku's like, Oh, maybe I can instant transmission out of here. Nope. No, no I, can't, I can't. Because of all the hearts. <laughs> Jake pointed out every time any move happens, they have to explain why they can't use their one million getaway techniques. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't just let you enjoy the heart. I gotta be real. I kind of like space, like... I was having some trouble focusing before because my chemicals weren't right, but now the caffeine's hitting me. So I think Goku goes blue and smashes out. Is yeah. that okay, what happened? Wait, no, this is a very oh, important a dynamic. Part, yes. So the the uh, White Knight trio, they're squashing. The androids are squashing Goku, and they say something on the lines of, that's right, love conquers all. Even in this black hole of love we made. It's full of all the people from our universe. It's a black hole of love. And then Goku... While being crushed oh, right. into the ground. Found. He he gets filled with rage. And he announces, he says, you know what beats love? Rage. And he turns <laughs> blue and shoots it. And it, and it works. And, and like, a million kids across America <laughs> learn see a this valuable and they say, lesson. you know what? I can't wait to be married. <laughs> and like, once again, I don't like seeing this. Sh- I've never been reflected in this show before. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Is that what I look like? Oh, no. And the Curb Your Enthusiasm song plays. Yeah, like, it's the equivalent of Jeremy being like, hey, Katie, how are you going? I'm like, I'm fine. When I when you ask me about who's been fine. texting me. When you're yeah. not fine. And I'm like, you're like, what happened with all that? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. It's just like this beam piercing this heart. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Well, for, from now on, we'll have a perfect image for you to point to. When yeah. I say whatever happened with that, and you'll say, I'm you remember beam. that episode with the black heart, and then the little black hearts, and then the big beam that kills it with hate? Hey, <laughs> r- remember when uh, Android 18 shot a beam at the heart, and it made the heart stronger, and then they all out loud explained, no, shooting beams gets absorbed and makes it stronger? And then Goku was like, but what if it's a pissed off beam? And they're like, oh, didn't think of that. Didn't think of that. Oh, you're twisted, Should have probably tried. That's the thing. That's actually a really good point. They're just like, never mind, dog. <laughs> they do this move so many times at Dragon Ball where they'll fight uh, the dragon who sucks up all your beams or they'll fight the lion who sucks up all your beams. And they'll be like, shoot extra beams. They can't handle this many. <laughs> There's simply too many beams for the situation this is called for. So then I love, by the way, what you guys do with the beam discourse, because I've never thought of it that way. Yet. It's all just fucking beams. <laughs> it's all beams. Sometimes they're different shapes. Yeah. That's the A lot of time they're not. 
This is uh, you'll you know if you're behind the paywall you'll understand this. But we just watched World's Strongest, and the mixing on the episode that we watched was like insane, and all the all the uh, vocal audio was really low, but all the beams were really high. And I was like, this is as if we were mixing <laughs> the, the movie. In all the episodes you guys have watched together, has the get really pissed off and shoot a lot of teeny tiny balls like a machine gun ever worked? No, it's no. never worked. <laughs> never it's worked. Never, ever it's worked. more like a warm-up move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's a great uh-huh. assist in Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It's like yeah. it's like in the in the wrestling match with like uh with the uh, lucha type guys where they start doing the flips and you're like, okay, now it's starting. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the version that's that's the Dragon Ball version of the Lucha flips. That will appeal to all of our Lucha wrestling heads out there listening to the podcast. Actually, we seem to have a lot. Yeah, we. <laughs> I, I won't be surprised if anime. that's universally understood. Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> Goku starts to ramp up his kamehamehamehameha, and then Gohan and over his his fight is also ramping up a kamehamehameha. <laughs> they're mo- they're both gonna do it at this father and son beaming at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And then while Gohan's about to do his beam, a little slimy arm shoots up and grabs him, and Piccolo straight up murders that fool. <laughs> really which is murders him. the rules. Yeah, he shoots him through he, the heart. He yeah, let, luckily they don't have hearts, I guess. <laughs> he shoots him through the heart, and he says something like, hope you have unfinished business at home. Yes. <laughs> Cold. I'll send hope you said to your goodbye widow, to your loved one. <laughs> the widow that you ate for power. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Once again, like real FMA vibes. Like he, the man absorbed his wife. <laughs> papa, Papa, let me help. Sure thing, little buddy. Oh fuck, man! Oh god damn it! <laughs> Get in the nice man's mouth. It's all we can do. You should Get start singing uh, "Cats in the Cradle" again. So they beam beam so hard that everyone from Universe 2 and uh, what the fuck is Trump's Universe 6? Universe 6. They fly off and it's like, okay, you're fucking dead. That's it. That's uh, a bingo. Yeah, that's a bingo. So uh, Universe 2 gives a speech about love and does poses as they're eviscerated into the universe. But huge, huge thing there. Is that we see their universe people, like the the actual people of the universe, bakers, bus drivers, yeah, just accountants, your regular mothers, fathers, working class children. people, the uh, everyday heroes, yeah. <laughs> lunch firefighters, cops, your Hail lunch pail heroes, heroes, veterans, the troops, <laughs> the troops, yeah. yeah, there must be a troop in that crowd, yeah, and and that makes it worse. Yeah, <laughs> universe six. Uh, you know, the Piccolo show up, and they're like, you're still going to kick her ass, Khalifa? And she's like, yeah, because I'm a scamp. I'm like, you're going to die. Yeah, you're I've about been to like, unexist right now. Yeah. Which, let's agree, worse than death, because no one can remember you. Yeah, people are seeming really flippant about being erased forever. That's but, the thing, too. It She's she's not only going to die, she's going to unexist, and she spends the last moments not thinking about anything, just chasing the scamp around, because she mentioned it offhand once. Yeah. That's how she went out. Yeah. 
Champa also goes out like a real fucking annoying little brother move. Oh, Champa goes out like a G. No, he does Absolutely. the classic anime pull down on your eyelid, tongue out. His thing. last thing he'll ever do. His last thing is he's like, look at my tongue. <laughs> And so then, just raw numbers, like uh, assuming there's multiple, like because everybody, like there's there's Namekians, there's humans, there's whatever species, like so we're talking trillions or like quintillions, like oh, I mean we're talking about a full universe's worth of <laughs> sentient so, I mean, life. At the very, let's assume two, two universes of sentient life. Let's assume that like you know everyone's got like what what is it on Earth like six billion? Uh, closer to like seven or eight, I think seven or eight billion. So let's assume like. Five occupied planets. You're talking about an absurd <laughs> number of dead. And that's Literally, not including... One Earth is already an amount of people you cannot even comprehend. <laughs> one more important thing happens right after the announcer talks a little bit is we get a shot of old Jita. And Vegeta yes. goes... Yes. He goes uh, something along the lines of, I'm going to kick your ass. Not because I care about this dumbass tournament, but I'm in a bad mood. Because yes. I'm the bad man. <laughs> Say your uh, prayers because I'm about to shoot up this school. <laughs> <laughs> you were always cool to me. Don't go to the universe survival tournament <laughs> tomorrow. Fuck. <laughs> Boo. Too, hashtag too real. <laughs> All right. Let's rate the episode, do an email, and get out of here. Alex, out of seven Dragon Balls. Wow. Okay. Gotta give this one a full six, because the punchies and kickies were very good. And we didn't talk about this, but Gohan looking great this episode. He took a guy's head and then rubbed it in the ground, which is one of the coolest things you can do, especially if your dad is watching. Pretty good, Gohan. Six <laughs> Dragon Balls. Katie? I'm also giving it six Dragon Balls. I like seeing the special beam cannon. I like that everybody died. Uh, <laughs> there's actual stakes for once, but I'm not giving it a full seven because I, I kind of, I feel like there's a little bit too much talking yeah, in certain yeah. parts. Talking. Too much talking. What are we talking about? Jake? Yeah. Uh, this episode had everything. Uh, universe-wide double genocide. Uh, cool uh, nostalgia <laughs> moment for the old fucks where it's Gohan blocking the beam to save Piccolo. That was mm. a nice callback. Oh, yeah. uh, nail. They had a Nail flashback. Who the fuck remembers Nail? Yeah, this episode right? remembered Nail. Shout out to Nail. Shouts to Nail, dude. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I haven't watched like any of this series, uh, so I was thoroughly entertained. Amazing. Would give it a seven, but uh, Android 17 and 18 were in it, and they're fucking boring, and I hate them. So, oh. six. Very cool. Mm. I love this decision. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's six. I don't I don't get the Android hate, but I'm not going to fight you yeah, on you know it. what? The In this are case, dumb. we're going to let you have it. Uh, I'm also going to give it six out of seven. Yeah! A uh, lot of, lot of <laughs> high-quality beams. And I mean high-quality, good beams, everybody. We had mouth beams. We had hand beams. We had finger beams. Oh, yeah. We had almost every type of beam you Clothed could have. Clothed beams. We he had, makes We had a gloves. clothing beam. He makes his own gloves. We had almost every type of beam. I think if there was foot beams, I would have been all the way there. But I'm not all the way there, so yeah. I'm giving it six out of Work seven on your dragon foot beams. balls. And that's how it's going to be. Is it email time? It's time for Dragon Mail. Give me some of that Dragon Mail. 
<laughs> okay, this email is from John Madison, new writer. Oh, hello, I love John. Your football games. <laughs> John Madison's football. <laughs> Madison 06. The title of email Hello from the past. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How'd you get in the phone? <laughs> Hey, gang, I started listening to the pod because Alex is funny and was delighted to find out Katie and Jeremy rule two. Yes, crossover fan. I love it. Crossover fans. I started from the beginning because as a person in my late 20s regressing into my teenage weebdom, it seemed on brand and my podcast backlog was running low. I just finished episode 65, so it's like I'm in the past. What are horses like as cars? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about beta. (laughs) So, I hope this email doesn't fracture the timeline, but Jeremy, your Jesse Ventura impression was four out of seven Dragon Balls. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hear a little bit of it? I'm just curious. I honestly have no memory of this. Documents. I I can't... I can't. I'm on the spot now. Wow! It's four like someone. Seven. It's like someone almost strangled James Adomian to death. <laughs> four out of seven is extremely I generous. Have, for I have seen documents. I've seen documents. I can't do it right now. I've seen documents. Anyway, uh, I'm a predator monster. Your Jesse Ventura impression was four out of seven Dragon Balls. And did we ever figure out what the deal was with Will's last name? Yes, we did. And then we all promptly forgot it. <laughs> Keep listening, Pilgrim. Anywho, my question is, what is your favorite episode of the pod so far? Oh. Once I get caught up, I'll email you back and tell you if you're right or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if your probably lovely guest is a coward who hasn't listened to every episode of this <laughs> podcast, please ask them what I should binge after I finish Evangelion. Ooh. He's going to get this advice in like eight months. <laughs> It's very funny. Okay. Well, uh, favorite eps of the pod. Favorite episode of the pod. A, just name one, I think. Yeah, That's I know. That's the I'm not secret gonna... to doing this. You yeah, have to yeah, remember yeah. any episode you've recorded. <laughs> Do people not realize that podcasts are recorded in total fugue states? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. That the best you can ever do is is exit an episode being like, I don't think that was very good. And then you look at it later and you're like, I guess that was pretty good. And then somebody somewhere online says, that was the best episode you guys have ever done. And you're like, well, it's been another episode of my podcast. I really, I remember the one we did with Branson Reese was really fun. Yes, the Branson one was very fun. And also it was fun to get to know Branson. I know. That's the thing that people don't realize too, is that like a podcast most of the time is just like an excuse to get to know somebody. Yes. I want to have friends. Yeah. Um, I would say either the Jeff Sheen episode, oh, learning yes. about that dude's past was so weird and amazing, and uh, he should be locked up in a home. Yeah, Jake, for your <laughs> reference, Jeff Sheen drew his own hentai. <laughs> Just all casual-like. Jake is frowning and nodding, <laughs> which is the correct response. Uh, so I'd either say Jeff or a uh, shitty, genuine response. Uh, the first time we had a guest from Chapo Trap House, I felt uh, very touched inside and uh, cried uh, my whole way home from podcast success. <laughs> <laughs> Even though in the grand scheme of things, you know, really nothing to really dwell on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I mean, also, shitty, genuine answer. The first episode we had with Ollie Thorne, because then he became a mate. Yes, Jeremy's new mate from across the pond. Yeah, he's your mate. He's my occasional Twitter-like person, but I would would like to be his friend. We love our mate. He's probably Now I feel bad for saying that. Can you edit that out? I'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say he's one of my best lads. Yes. Now, Jake, uh, what should our dear listener binge after Evangelion? Uh, Well, if you're into that kind of uh, mindfuck, like, universe-wide religion, action, violence, uh, Devilman Crybaby is incredibly fantastic. Yes! Uh, No, we're not doing ghost stories. Um, (laughs) uh, If you're watching with someone that's maybe not into anime, perhaps like a significant other who finds the, uh, let's say, just uh, overwhelming tidal wave of toxic masculine bullshit... Uh, extremely off-putting. Yuri on Ice is delightful. Ooh, uh, it's a gay figure skating comedy slice of life anime, and it's in, it's very endearing. Yeah, it's uh, cute. also a place further than the universe uh, got no love, and it is amazing. It's about uh, a foursome of Japanese high school students, and uh, they all decide to go to Antarctica together, <laughs> and it's just this like fun like yay science, yay like youth. And it uh, ends on one of the most fucking sideswipe tearjerker endings I've ever seen in an anime. Whoa. It's a place across the universe. It's four Japanese students, and they're the only ones who remember the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely. Uh... And if you just want fun, fun, punchy boys, My Hero Academia is like maybe the yeah. pinnacle of the yeah. genre. Yeah. I really got a second the Devil uh, Man Crybaby, though. That, that, you know, I watch a fuck ton of anime, most of it's garbage, but that was like the first show in a while that I was it like took me aback when I watched the whole thing yeah and the animation's beautiful you're telling me mm. alright uh, good email everybody hey, good email is it good plugs email. yeah it's time for plugs chugga chuggas. oh thanks for asking well, please follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes, which you probably already do if somehow you are listening to this episode. Uh, please come to my weekly show, Sunday, Bad News, It's a Comedy Show. We're going to juice it up for the summer. We're going to get these crowds back. It's going to be a hot stand-up affair. It's Cherry Tree on Sundays at 7. Uh, Brooklyn, baby, come out. That's it. Katie? You can find me at Twitter at, at Katie Rose and on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please listen to the Two Minutes to Late Night podcast, Pod Minutes to Cast Night. I got to there. I'll be back soon. We're doing a whole month of Danzig for some fucking reason, and I'm there too. Hey. <laughs> Jake? Oh, uh, you can uh, listen to my podcast, The Wizard and the Bruiser, on the Last Podcast Network. Uh, if you're into anime, we've done episodes on One Piece and One Punch Man, uh, and uh, basically movies, comics, cartoons, anything that has a weird fandom involved. Uh, we did an episode on Neopets.com, which is fascinating because it's Yo. actually part of a uh, Scientology. Scientology. Uh, That's crazy. And if you want to actually hear the names of the people I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, uh, our Dragon Ball episode covers that. Yeah. At least listen to the Dragon Ball episode. At least listen. At you least. simply must. You must. Follow it's me on Twitter least. at Best Jake Young. Also that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. And uh, my plug this week is going out to my beloved cat Taki, who is uh, going <laughs> through some shit right now. And uh, uh, y'all at home, spirit bomb hands up for my boy. All right. Taki's Lend going me your through, fucking energy. He's going through a hell of a divorce right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> give, give those hands up. He's having a tough time, and I don't do stand-up anymore, so I'm just plugging <laughs> what I need to plug, man. Give your positive vibes to my boy. All right, that's it for this week. Join us next week. <laughs> Super! Super!